Good afternoon. This is Bill Young. Good afternoon. This is Bill Young, and welcome to Prayer and Lunch Podcast. Uh, I'd like to uh, welcome all of you, my new friends in uh, Block Talk Radio, and of course my regular podcast uh, uh, friends at uh, Prayer and Lunch. Uh, today is an exciting day because in our uh, do-it-yourself retreat in preparation for a Marian consecration, we're doing week number two, which is the eighth day. And uh, this week we're concentrating on St. Maximilian Kolbe, which uh, I have a personal knowledge of because he is also our uh, saint for my church. Uh, I belong to St. Maximilian Kolbe Catholic Church in Pembroke Pines, Florida. And uh, I always knew a little bit about uh, Maximilian Kolbe, and we even had the opportunity to have his niece uh, speak uh, at our church a few years ago. And a very lovely lady, and gave more of an insight of his personal life. So uh, today, let's go go a little bit further. In uh, week number two, it says this states that this week we will focus on example and the words of the 20th century apostolic of Marian consecration, Saint Maximilian Kolbe. Kolbe knew well the the Montford's Marian teaching and spoke enthusiastically about it in formulating his own expression of true devotion to Mary. It is not the deepened of the severe of the Montford's insights, but added many new ideas of his own interpolation of the mysteries of Mary. Before we turn to his Marian teachings, let's first get to know the man. Who are you, St. Maximilian Kolbe? If we were to ask that question of the saint, this question in, a, in an interview, we might be disappointed, at least initially. With gentleness and humility, he would probably reply, Now that's a question is not important. What's really important is the one, Who are you, O Maclet Conception? This answer shouldn't disappoint us. If our goal is to interview, where to get to know St. Maximilian. For his answers actually tells us a lot about him. In fact, one great passion of his life was to come to reveal himself, St. Bernadette of Lourdes. I am the Immaculate Conception. Why does he call himself the Immaculate Conception? Isn't her name Mary? Tomorrow we'll begin to reflect on the intriguing mystery, but today let us on what a hypothetical interview of Colby wouldn't have answered. Who is St. Maximilian Colby? He is known for many titles. Martyr of Charity, the Saint of Oxford's, the founder of the Militia Immaculate, the Apostle of Mary, the patron saint of the 20th century. But before all this, he was just Raymond, Raymond Colby, who in 1894 was born into the poor Polish farming family. And from the beginning, one wouldn't have guessed he eventually would be a great saint. 
In fact, one day his mother was so frustrated but with his behavior that she yelled at him in, in aspiration, Raymond, what will become of you? This shocked the boy to the core, filled with grief. He merely turned to his mother of God and asking, what will become of me? Then to the church and repeated his question. The future saint recounted what happened next. Then the Virgin Mary appeared to me, holding in hands two crowns, one white and one red. She looked at me with love and asked me if I would like to have them. The white one would meant I would become pure and the red that I would be a martyr. I answered yes, I wanted them. Then the Virgin looked at me tenderly and disappeared. The white crown of purity came first. Raymond confirmed himself in when, as a brother of Maximilian, he professed religious vows, one for which was chastity. But his purity was not just of the body, but there was another kind of purity, a purity of intention. A person practices purity of intention when he directs his thoughts, his words, his actions, not of himself or another creature, but in a divine purpose and mission, ultimately to God. Perhaps because his natural intensity and passion, Colby felt particularly strong desires to give himself to a specific mission or goal. One of his classmates in the minor seminary relates, he often said that he desires to concentrate his entire life to the great idea. Colby's great idea eventually crystallized in what he called the Militia Immaculate, which he started in 1917 with six of his fellow seminarians, the MI as they were called. Truly was a great idea, at least the sense of its ambition. Its goals was nothing less than to bring the whole world to God through the Christ under the generalship of Mary's Immaculate, and to do this as quickly as possible, fulfilling this mission through the obedience to God's will. The union with Mary Immaculate was Kobe's entire concern, his pure intentions, his sacrifice, everything for it accomplished, which brought us to the Red Crown. In 1941, after Decades of incredible, fruitful, apostolic labors in Poland and Japan, Kobe was arrested by the Gestapo and sent to Auschwitz concentration camp. Before his arrest, his brother Franciscans had pleaded with him to go into hiding. He said he was grateful for their loving hearts, but couldn't follow their advice. Later he explained why. I have a mission. The Immaculate has a mission to fulfill. That mission was accomplished on the eve of the Feast of the Immaculate Conception into heaven, when after volunteering to take the place of a prisoner condemned to starvation, the impatient Nazis finished Kobe off with a lethal injection. Thus, Maximilian died a martyr of charity and received his second crown from the Immaculate. Today's prayer. 
Come, Holy Spirit, living in Mary, make me pure in body and spirit, and help me to die to myself. I hope you enjoyed this day number uh, eight, and you look forward to uh, tomorrow, day nine, when the question is, who are you, O Immaculate Conception? 90 seconds. And I want to thank you, and God bless you.